You're listening to the Triple A John Point One FM on the Holy Show with Ben and Thay. Joining me on the line is Andy. How are you doing today, Andy? I'm great, Ben. How are you doing? I'm doing really good, Andy. So tell us about your new track, Dying Star. How did it all come about? Oh well, this one, this is a funny one because uh, you know sometimes you write songs very quickly, and other times they kind of happen in spits and, and, and fits and spurts over over the course of a couple of years. And Dying Star was definitely that. I had these verses that I'd written a couple of years ago, maybe three or four years ago, and it wasn't until about three months ago that the song actually clicked into its final form. So it it's uh, it had an interesting little journey. But in the end, it, all the questions I had about it all just seemed to be answered. It all made sense. And for some reason, having the distance from it gave me the perspective I needed to finish it. But it's um mostly a, it's I I wrote it and I produced it and mostly everything except for the bass guitar is just me you know noodling around in my um in my little studio so it's uh of the new album that I've done this track is one of the I guess more self uh well they're all self produced but this one is the one that I've done most of the things on it as opposed to it being like a band recording if that makes sense. So for writing um, music for you, what, um, how does it all begin? Is it just with the melody first and the lyrics or the lyrics first? How's, how's it all technically happened for you? Well, as you know, I was trying to think about how to answer this question the other day because I get asked it from time to time. And I think the thing that works best for me is starting with a really simple rhythm before I even think about chords or lyrics or melody or anything. If I just get like a drum machine going, um, or, or, or just make a beat somehow like, and just something really simple, but just something to set a pace and a tempo and, and something rhythmic to pivot off. And then usually I'll just start playing some keys, like a synthesizer or a piano or whatever, and coming up with the basic feel of what it is I'm doing. And that's, and that maps out all the emotion and the sentiment and the feeling it's all kind of happens pretty quickly. And then I'll just sort of start to sing nonsense words as a melody over the top but certain words feel like they want to come through um like in this case just certain words you keep think you keep making sounds over and over again that sound like certain words they go oh, okay i guess that wants to be a certain lyric and you just start where, where wherever you are and go from there and eventually you realize you've got a couple of lines of lyrics and that starts to feel like it's the beginning of a song and so you start to think a bit more consciously about it okay what am i writing about and as you go on, you get more intellectual about it, I suppose, and more academic, and you have to start solving technical problems and thinking about structure and going, okay, what's my verse and what's my chorus? But it all begins with the least academic part, which is just the rhythm and then some chords and then a melody. So it's like the base of the pyramid, and then, you know, by the time you finish, you get to the point of the pyramid, and then you've got a, a song that's arranged and has lyrics and a meaning and all that kind of stuff. But it always starts very simply. Now, Andy, um, on a more personal note, how did you get into music? How did it all begin for you and to where you are now? Well, uh, I guess I started I started thinking about the possibility of having a music career as a teenager, I guess. So probably around the age of 14 or so, 14 or 15, I started trying to write songs of my own on the piano. And I wasn't that comfortable on the instrument yet, even though I, it was my instrument. I still wasn't that skilled. So I was, I kept coming up against a lot of limitations, but the 
the desire to write songs kept uh, dangling the carrot, as it were, so pushing me through when I would try to overcome my technical limitations in pursuit of the idea. I started to write songs, and then by the time I got out of high school, um, I had some demos that were circulating to record labels and things like that, and I actually got flown to Island Def Jam Records in New York City to showcase for a big, you know, record label executive, the guy who, you know, discovered Justin Bieber or whatever. So I went over there and that getting that chance to go over to New York and um, being flown over to showcase at this big label, it kind of gave me a bit of confidence like, oh, yeah, so maybe I do have a chance here because if they're willing to set up a showcase for me in, you know, a major label in New York City, then maybe I have something that uh, I could, you know, leverage into a, a career here. And so I just kept going and I started doing shows in Sydney, a lot of shows in King's Cross and Darlinghurst. Um, and then I got more opportunities to play for labels and eventually got an, a record deal here in Australia with Iron Def Jam here in Australia. And I put out an album with them and then I toured, you know, hundreds of shows and I put out another album and hundreds more shows. And then uh, about seven or eight years ago, I did my first self-produced album, which then got, you know, um, nominated for ARIA Awards and one of the songs was, you know, fifth most blogged about song in the world the week it came out and just those sorts of things happened. I got opportunities to play Laneway Festival and Groove in the Moo and lots of big national touring festivals as well as doing my own headline shows. So it's been a long, long, long journey, like many twists and turns, many ups and downs, but uh, I think I've stayed in it and I the thing is I've stuck with my craft and I think I've managed to keep in love with the art of music and and have managed to keep growing and learning things and feel like I'm doing my best work now and I ho hope that continues but that's a very long answer to yeah I started in high school <laughs> so Andy if people like what they're hearing how can they get a copy of the music and also contact you well, you can find me on any social media stuff. Uh, I'm actually not on TikTok yet. I haven't broken there, but um, like, you know, Instagram or whatever, you'll find me. Uh, and if you want to hear my music, then uh, I mean, I'm not doing CDs at the moment because I, um, I guess I think it doesn't make a huge deal of sense in the digital world. Uh, I did a run of vinyl recently, but it's all that's all been sold out. So at the moment, if you want to hear the music, uh, the only thing you can do is get onto like Apple Music or Spotify or, you know, Tidal or any of the streaming services and you'll find me there. Um, but that's it at the moment, yeah. Andy, um, you did mention uh, touring. Have you got any tours coming up? I do. I've got just a very small short run of shows uh, starting at the end of October. So 28th of October, I'm in Melbourne then 4th of November I'm in Sydney and 5th of November I'm in Brisbane and then hopefully more shows next year, but just those three to start off with. So I'll be playing all the, a bunch of new music from the a new album that I've got coming out called People You Love in December. That's awesome, Andy. Can you announce your track for us? Yeah, so you know this is Andy Bull and this track is Dying Star. On Triple H 100.1 FM, on the Holy Show with Ben and Faye. Beto and fires that you make. See them in despair. There's nothing time won't take. All the biggest, baddest. 